Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yeah, man. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. The Q Morning Show. Morgan and Bill, I need this coffee to start kicking in. Oh, me too. I'm on the struggle bus today. How was your weekend? It was good. It felt like a really long three-day weekend. Which is what we want. And I know not everybody had a three-day weekend, uh, but we were fortunate enough to, to have one. It, yeah, it felt really long to me. Like, at some points, I'm like, well, what am I going to do now? <laughs> because I have nothing to do. I oh, want- gosh, no. I was still so busy. You were wedding stuff, wedding planning? Wedding stuff. I'm moving in, what? Oh, yeah. So you always 14 days. You're always packing. Yeah. There's a lot going on right now, but you're, that's okay. You're always fac- packing, and then you feel guilty uh, when you're not packing because you know that you're moving, right? And you need to be packing. Yep. Yeah, I know that feeling. I remember that feeling well. Uh, I saw three movies over the weekend. Three movies. Yeah, I had time for three movies. One of them was Oppenheimer. Okay. Which dropped on Peacock, I think, on Friday, and it's a it's a long movie I think that we've all heard about that it's a long movie it didn't feel like a long movie though I think it's like three hours it goes so quick that is a long movie three like you, hours you have to pay attention and I was talking about this with my wife Paula I said it felt like every scene it felt like the, the scenes were like two two and a half minutes and then it would cut to another scene and it just it just goes by so fast right but it's a Oppenheimer is really good. What else did I see? Oh, I finally saw Mission Impo- the, the new Mission Impossible movie. It's not new. It also came out uh, last summer. I was going to say, I don't think that's new. Yeah. In February of 2024, I have caught up on the biggest movies of 2023. Mission Impossible is always so good. I don't understand how they can keep putting out these Mission Impossible movies, and I just get hooked in every time. Good it, storytelling. I guess so. And then I saw... Did you ever have to read the book, The Outsiders? Uh, it doesn't you, ring a bell. I had to. I remember having to read that book when I was in maybe seventh grade, eighth grade, and the teacher showed us the movie um, during class. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a movie that came out in 1983, uh, and then it just happened to Will, my oldest son. He had to read The Outsiders in his English class, and he was he didn't watch the movie in class, but he. He wanted to watch the movie. He knew there was a movie. So we watched The Outsiders from 1983. And it's it's just weird uh, to see some of those stars. Like um, Rob Lowe was in it. 
Oh, really? Uh, uh, Patrick Swayze, Emilio Estevez, and Tom Cruise was in that movie for like 10 seconds. Like it was 10 seconds. It was one of his first roles ever when he was starting out as an actor. Um, yeah, so I watched that with Will. Uh, I think he enjoyed it. I, I don't remember it. I watched it and I was like, I don't, this wasn't as good as I remember it being. Yeah. Well, that's why I don't like to watch movies that, I mean, I know it sounds snotty. I don't watch movies anyways, but like, if I know that it was made in 1980, even 1990 sometimes, I'm like, uh, I think I'm going to pass. Yeah. I guess we have made lots of, uh, progress in the movie making industry. Sure. Yeah. It's hard to go back sometimes to watch a movie from the early 80s and get the same enjoyment out of it. I don't know. Nostalgia, though. They make your day. They make you laugh. Morgan and Bill. It's like they've been friends forever. And they're fun to listen to. The Q Morning Show. Q104. Q104, Morgan and Bill. The Q Morning Show. Morgan, there's this company. I'm reading about them right now. Uh, They are paying their employees to socialize with each other. You would hate this. Desperate times, man. You would hate this. And I, I think where companies are coming from is they're trying to establish a culture, team bonding. Sure. And these days with remote work and everything else and, and just the, the sheer fact that some people just don't like to socialize with their coworkers. Right. Uh, I think that that's why they're trying these, these programs to do it. They're calling it the 333 program. So they let three or more staffers go out after work and they give them $30 and they can expense food and drinks. Okay. If they go out after 3 p.m. So I think so they, that's the 333. Three people after 3 p.m., $30. Okay. I don't hate it. Really? I mean, I don't love it. Did you expect me to? I feel like <laughs> anytime your work is asking you to do something outside of work hours, it shouldn't be you know what i mean like if you if that's part of what you want for your work culture then do it like as a work lunch or something not something after you're supposed to be off work that's supposed to be the time where you decompress i think you could make the case that this company is doing it during work hours after 3 p.m let's say you work until five or six so can you take off time for work to do this probably not I think it's part of their workday. Is I think they the allow. Case, well, th- then I think that's fine. I think they allow them to knock off around three p.m. Okay, cool. Do it. And then all they have to do is post a photo <laughs> in their Slack channel. See, we like each other. I don't know. I I guess I just grew up in a different environment. Like even working here at Q one hundred four back in the day, Fridays we would all like no matter when you worked. It felt like we all got together on Friday afternoons and went out to happy hour. Like we went to shooters and the GM would have like a bunch of uh, gift certificates at shooters and we would just go and just hang out. Yeah, I can't like- say I ever did that at any of my jobs, not just here. And I've had a, a bunch of different jobs. I think it's I think it's a good practice if you're trying to establish a vibe and a culture in your hallways. And I, I don't really feel that. He, that it's, that it's that, uh, that's common nowadays. Yeah, I don't think so either. Like you said, with people working from home and I feel like most people want to get as far away from work as possible when they're not there. So it's like the last thing they're going to want to do is go out afterwards. Some people, I feel like it's not a blanket statement. It's not a complete generalization, but 
like I said, I think if it's during work hours, it's totally fine. And you should do stuff like that. And that's what they're doing. There you go. During work hours. Uh, let's get to a Hollywood dirt sheet next. What are you working on this morning? Okay, well, we have to talk about what is going on with Love is Blind. There are viral reactions all over the place, specifically about one cast member comparing herself to Megan Fox. We're going to get into it next. Something I made for. Billie Eilish. And we are Q104. 90s, 2000s, and now. The Q Morning Show, Morgan and Bill. Let's find out what's happening. What what let's what is happening, or maybe what happened? When is the caffeine going to kick in this oh, morning? Not soon enough. Uh, let's find out what is happening right now in the world of entertainment. Morgan has a Hollywood dirt sheet. It's brought to you by Self.Inc. Ariana Grande is teasing three more song titles for her upcoming album. So she posted this on her Instagram story on Saturday. Um, Don't want to break up again. True story. And I wish I hated you. So Ariana Grande had to hold back some of her excitement, saying as hard as it is to resist the urge to share another song or single with you all ASAP, I would really love for you to experience the album in full this time. So we're not going to be getting another single. Her full-length album, Eternal Sunshine, is slated to drop on March 8th. Meryl Streep will return for the fourth season of Only Murders in the Building, um, reprising her role from season three. So season four plot details are under wraps, but Molly Shannon is also set to join as a high-powered businesswoman. The main trio, Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Selena Gomez, will start the season with a trip to Los Angeles and then return as they hunt for a killer. And Meryl Streep is going to reprise her role as Lorraine. Loretta Durkin. The premiere date for season four is yet to be announced, but past seasons have been released in the summer. So I'm behind on that show. I think I've only seen the first two seasons. I've only seen the first two episodes, <laughs> so I'm really behind. I felt like I needed a break after the second season, but now as you talk about the third season, it has Meryl Streep in it, and now Molly Shannon's going to join. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I should get back into that show. And Love is Blind's Chelsea is reacting to backlash over her Megan Fox comparison. So Love is Blind star Chelsea Blackwell is facing critics head on after backlash for comparing herself to Megan Fox on the season six premiere of the hit Netflix show. So obviously, you know, the premise of the show, they're in the pods. They're not you're not supposed to see each other. You're not supposed to know anything that they look like. And um, she was talking to Jimmy. And she's asked, did anybody ever tell you that you look like a celebrity? And he's like, oh, not really. And she says, well, people say that I resemble Megan Fox. Jimmy had a very <laughs> shocked reaction. Obviously, Megan Fox, one of the most beautiful women in Hollywood. So he was very excited about that. Um, and people have some opinions. Some people think that she does resemble Megan Fox. Some people think she does not at all resemble Megan Fox. So she's getting kind of dragged on the Internet. She posted a video um, over the weekend that says, go on a show for love greater than getting your butt dragged through the trenches. Uh, She reposted a message shared by one of her friends to her Instagram story saying, thank you all who are from our hometown and no Chelsea for all your love and support for her through this. It's been so exciting to see her. She continued by saying also very hard because people are so mean here on the internet and take reality TV way too seriously. Like it's a show y'all we need to cool it with a winky face. 
Which, if you know me, you know I agree with that 110%. Reality TV is supposed to be fun. It's not supposed to be mean or hateful. I just don't think anyone should ever compare themselves to Megan Fox. <laughs> Especially when you can't see what they look like. Anything else you need, Hollywood and more, is up at Q104.com. You can get it there as well as on the free Odyssey app. Morgan took her husband David on a little field trip over the Life-changing weekend. Life-changing adventure, we should say. We'll find out where they went. He's never been there before. That's next on the Q Morning Show. Real life. Real Cleveland. Awesome way to wake up. It's the Q Morning Show. So much good music. I love it. 104. From the 1-800-HURT-NOW Traffic Center. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. Morgan and Bill, good morning. So Morgan's husband, David, how long has he been living full-time in the U.S.? Five months. Five months now. He yes. has been an American, not a citizen. No. But it is an, le- a, a, an alien, they call him. It's so tragic. But he is uh, legal to live here and to work here, and that's what he's been doing for the last five months. And... Over the weekend, Morgan took him someplace yeah. for the first time ever. <laughs> yeah, someplace so American. Where was that? Sam's Club. Yeah! <laughs> and he... You would have thought he was an eight-year-old on Christmas. Like, walking downstairs, the big eyes, the wonder, you know, just looking around every corner, running through the aisles, so excited to be there. He was like, this is truly a life-changing experience. Now, why did you decide to go to Sam's Club? You're you're not a member. You have you no. know members. Um, I'm not a member, but we're going to get a membership, especially after the experience that David had on Saturday. He was like, we got to sign up right now. But we're looking for um, stuff for the house. So okay. I went in looking for some rugs, you know, maybe some outdoor furniture. Um, and ugh, we stayed in there for an hour and a half, <laughs> literally an hour and a half, going down every single aisle, taking inventory of what we need, what we don't need. He's a big uh, gadget guy. As you know, he's bought a drone that we used three times. Um, so he was all about the the technology stuff there, and I think I created a monster because he immediately is like, we have to get the the best membership. So you guys are in there for the stuff, not necessarily groceries or stuff like that. No, but we went around and got the free samples. Of course, the the pierogies were fire. Um, He was like, oh, we can make this for dinner. I mean, he literally went down every single aisle and Mm -hmm. was like, this is what we get. This is what we don't need. This is what we get. He was super excited that we could buy toilet paper in bulk because we run out. He uses a lot of toilet paper. So he was like, oh, he was a kid in a candy store in Sam's Club on Saturday. Now that you guys are moving into a house renting a house soon, yeah, you'll have more space for Sam's Club stuff. Yeah, buying things in bulk. That's always the uh, the drawback to living in an apartment and shopping at either a Sam's Club or a Costco. Is right, where, where do you put it? Yeah, you don't have the storage for stuff like that. I am happy that that David had a wonderful experience at Sam's Club. <laughs> he did. It, it must be similar to my feeling when I go into Costco, although I'm also happy that David didn't uh, start complaining and, about Americans and their their excess. 
Oh, you know, no. Like, David loves uh, access. Trust me. These Americans, they need so much food. <laughs> but he did say we got out of Sam's Club and he's like, I want to go to Costco now. So yeah. he wants to, you know, compare all of them, see which one's the best. Oh, I'd be interested to see what he thinks about Costco. <laughs> for sure. Maybe that'll be our next little field trip. <laughs> there you go. I'm glad he's so easy to entertain. So easy. I'm like, honey, I'll just drop you off at Sam's Club. I'll pick you up in an hour. It's Q104. Tell him you find a little something too fresh. I know. Tell him I'm, tell him I'm next. Tell him you find a little something too fresh. I know. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. Morgan and Bill, we are the Q Morning Show. Good morning. There is the story this morning in the New York Post that I'm reading that reminds me a lot of Am I the Bleep Hole? Okay. It's very similar to an Am I the Bleep Hole segment where this woman, she is 24 years old. She's doing online dating. And she met a guy who claimed to be 28 years old, so mm-hmm. four years older, and they go and meet for a drink. And she says that I'm staring at this guy and I'm looking at him. It's like, he's, he looks older to me. And so she starts out by saying, you look different in your picture. And he admitted that his photos that are on his dating profile are a few years old. And then she flat out asks him, but you're 28 years old, right? And then the guy confesses that he's actually 42 and then starts pleading his case and saying age is just a number. Okay. But the woman got the ick and she made up an excuse and said, I left my phone in my car and she went out to her car and she actually drove away. Okay. She abandoned the date on the date. The guy messaged her to say, hey, where did you go? And then she replied to him and said, I'm not into older guys and I'm not into being lied to. Right. He's calling her shallow by saying, well, why does it matter what my real age is? Oh, it matters a lot. And then a friend of hers said, well, that was that was mean of you for leaving the date and not telling him. Okay. And so she's like, did I do anything wrong here? Um, I mean, there's a lot of layers to it. I'm going to say no, though. Like, if you lie to me on our first date. Yeah. I am allowed to not want to see you again. You know, like it's a first date. And that's a pretty big lie. A 14 year lie. Definitely. And I disagree. I mean, I do. Sure. There are plenty of relationships that work like that, but you have to go into it knowing about the age gap. Because for some people, it's not a big deal. But for some people, it is. You can't expect it not to be a big deal for everybody. Yeah, I have no problem with this woman bailing on the date because if he's going to if he's going to make up a lie like that on the first date about his age and I I don't even understand doing it in the first place because you're eventually going to get busted. Right. Like even even if you were 30 and said you were 28, I don't understand doing that. Yeah. And wouldn't you rather go on a date with somebody that, you know, accepts that from the get go? Right. Yeah. yeah, I'm not the bleep hole for a mini bleep hole Tuesday. Yeah, if if he's going to lie like that, and plus I would I would almost start feeling like I wasn't even safe. Like if right. this, this guy's going to say he's 28 and he's really 42. Who knows what else he's lying about? I have no problem with her getting out of there. Same. You're not the bleep hole. But today is Tuesday. That means Cleveland confessional. And I believe it's Debbie that is going to join us this morning. She was inspired to confess after she heard, I believe it was last week's confession. Oh, really? Like she messaged us right after she heard last week's confession. So I think it's more women 
hiding things from their husband, keeping secrets <laughs> okay. from their husband. We'll find out what Debbie wants to confess next on the, on the Q Morning Show. Cleveland is waking up to the Q Morning Show. Awesome way to wake up. It's Morgan and Bill. So much good music. I love it. On Q104. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. You've got Morgan, you've got Bill. We are the Q Morning Show. Let's get to our Cleveland confessional for today. Actually, if we've had a theme this month for the Cleveland confessional, it would be women who are keeping things from their man. <laughs> they have secrets. Deborah's in Wadsworth. Deborah, good morning. Good morning. Go ahead with your confession. Okay, my confession is, and my husband's not aware of this, but for the last three or four years, I've hired a cleaning company to come to our house twice a month, and he thinks I do it. Three or four years? Years. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. How have you been able to keep this a secret for years? Because I'm the one that does all the finances. Yeah, he never sees that bill. (laughs) No, he doesn't. And to top it off, on the days that I do have the house clean, he'll come home and he notices that it's clean. So he doesn't want me to cook dinner that night, and he'll take me out to dinner. Oh, my gosh, as a reward. (laughs) Yes. Oh, man. Okay, so this has been going on for three or four years. Let me ask you this, Deborah. Why did this start? Why did you decide... I am not cleaning this house by myself. I am hiring a cleaning service. Well, I'm in my 50s, and bending over and cleaning the shower or vacuuming just does not appeal to me anymore in life. So I have the funds, the means, and let's make somebody else some money to help me out. Have you ever, did you ever approach your husband before this, like three or four years ago, and say, I'm thinking about hiring a cleaning service? And did he have any reaction to that then? Never. I never asked him. (laughs) Don't ask, don't tell. Like, we're not doing it. All right. How do you think he would react today if he somehow found out that you've been cheating and using a cleaning service for years? He's a really good guy. He wouldn't be upset. He would probably roll his eyes and say, I I wouldn't doubt it. So... But I just don't want to give him reason to get upset. You know, like, <laughs> right. As it is. What yeah. he doesn't know won't hurt him. Exactly. Oh, I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> so I always call it a Debbie day when I'm going to have it clean because I know I'm also going to go out to dinner that night. I oh love it. <laughs> and so what do you do while the cleaning people are there? Sometimes I leave. Sometimes I just stay there and watch television. And there's never been a point where he, like, comes home and finds that somebody else is cleaning the house? Never. Wow. Knock on wood. Knock yeah. on wood. Oh, wow. I love it, honestly. But if he did come home and found that out, I would just play it off that that was the first time I ever had them do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You have a plan. I'm so conflicted. I'm so conflicted over this because I don't think my advice for Deborah would not be to tell her husband because this would be going on too long. Yeah, three or four years. At the same time, if I were her husband, I would be so mad. I don't know if I'd be like mad, mad, but I'd be kind of mad. How much does it cost? Let's be real. 
Uh, about a hundred. Oh That's not bad. I know, but no. uh, it's a hundred dollars out the door. That if Deborah were cleaning, or I would pitch in more, because this has been an mm. issue in my house. Where you say that? No, I'm seriously. I I have picked up more responsibilities around the house because of conversations, ongoing conversations that I've had with my wife about how much I chip in around the house, and I'm trying to do more. I would rather pitch in and help out more than hire a cleaning service and pay money. Not me. If you want it done and you want it done right, pay somebody to do it. Yeah, preserve your body. (laughs) Okay, I'm sure that conversation would go over well. I would say, honey, I'm trying to preserve my my body. body. Right, right. And then she'd say, it's too late now. (laughs) Tate McRae. You've got Q104 this morning. 90s, 2000s, and now Morgan and Bill. All things entertainment. Let's get to a Hollywood dirt sheet. It's brought to you by Self.Inc. Prince Harry speaks out on his father's cancer diagnosis. So we got this interview on Friday. He was asked when he first learned about his father, King Charles's cancer diagnosis. He said, I spoke to him. I jumped on a plane and went to go see him as soon as I could. When asked about his outlook on the state of his father's health, he said that stays between me and him. As for whether King Charles' diagnosis could have a reunifying effect on the royal family, Harry said, absolutely. And that he has other trips planned that would take him through the U.K. or back to the U.K. So he says anytime he's going through the U.K. or stopping in the U.K., he will stop and see his family. Do you have something playing on your computer? <laughs> Do I? Yeah, I get, something's playing somewhere. I can hear some type of audio throwing me off. You have the hearing of a bat? You or don't a, hear that? Possibly a hawk. All right, hold on. Let me turn this down. <laughs> yes! What yeah. is that? Okay. Your phone. <laughs> All right. Okay. Sorry about it's that. It's okay. Music back on. Is Maddie Healy worried that his relationship will be detailed in Taylor Swift's new album? The 1975 frontman went on a bit of a rant at a concert in Scotland that is now going viral on social media. In the video, Maddie Healy says, do not come for me. Trust me. You know who I am talking to. Honestly, you know who you are. I'm as mental as I seem. I have the receipts. Don't bleep with me. Trust me. Obviously, fans were quick to assume that he was referring to his most recent, most famous ex, Taylor Swift. And some fans are saying that in later rants, he referred to this person as a Mrs. Um, But we truly don't know who he is talking about. He never said a name. But obviously, people are putting two and two together. And Shakira announces a new album for the first time in seven years. So add Shakira to the list of seems like every pop artist that is coming out with a new album. She's had a seven year hiatus. She is back. It will drop on March 22nd. It's her follow up to her 2017 album called El Dorado. It'll feature 16 tracks. So she said in a press statement, about the upcoming project while singing them my tears transformed into diamonds and my vulnerability into strength so we know taylor swift's album is going to be a breakup album shakira's album definitely going to be a breakup album do we think we're going to get a song about the jam that's the way she found out her husband was cheating on her wasn't it jam is the fifth cut on that album yeah do you remember the story I do. So what, what was it? Somebody was eating the jam and she knew it wasn't her husband? 
Right, because her husband was not a fan of this particular kind of jam. Right. And so when Shakira went into her fridge and realized that her jam was either all gone or a lot of it consumed. Right. She said, hey, he's cheating on me. Right. Someone's over here eating my jam. And she was right. And confronted her. So confronted wild. him with the, the who's that? Who's eating my jam? So wild. So definitely, I'm sure we'll be getting some songs about that saga. Uh, anything else you need, Hollywood and more, is up at Q104.com. You can get it there and always on the free Odyssey app. All right, coming back with those Kung Fu Panda movie passes. Battle of the Burbs is next. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. In Northeast Ohio, we proudly rep our suburbs. But there can be only one winner in the land. Battle of the Burbs on the Q Morning Show. I feel like I'm going in slow motion today. I think everybody is a little bit, yeah. Like, I, I feel like I'm in quicksand. Yeah, Sarah, do you feel that way, too? Sarah's an Amherst. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Just kind of dragging today. Sarah's going to play Battle of the Burbs against Paul in Concord. Concord. Paul, good morning. Did I what? <laughs> Yeah, we can tell. Slow motion, for sure. <laughs> Wait, Paul, how do you say your city? Is it Concord? Concord. What Concord. Concord, yes. All right, Sarah, Paul, it's best of five question trivia challenge. Your name is your buzzer. So if you know the answer, say your name, okay? Okay. Here we go. Question number one. Elon Musk founded this battery-powered car company. Sarah. Sarah? Tesla. Tesla is correct. Question number two. Whose nose grew longer every time he lied? Sarah. Sarah? Pinocchio. Pinocchio is correct, okay? Sarah, if you get this next question right, you'll win. Paul, you need to get this question right, or if you both both miss, we'll go to question number four. Question number three. What is the name of the leader of the Autobots from Transformers? He's also a tractor trailer when he's not a giant robot. Oh, there's a hint. No one? No. Sorry. Optimus Prime. Optimus Prime. Okay, Sarah still leads two to zero. Now, Paul, if you don't get this next question right, the game is over. Question number four. How many primary colors are there? Sarah. I think Paul. Let's go with Paul. Edged in. Seven. It's not seven. Sarah, do you have a guess? Three. Three is right, and there she does it. 
He's gone. He hung up immediately. You're all over it, Sarah. <laughs> Good job, Sarah. If it wasn't Thank for the you. if it wasn't for the Transformers question, you would have had a perfect score today. I've never seen it, so. What? But I drive a Tesla, so I knew that one. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Yeah, I've only seen the Transformers, car- the cartoon, like from the eighties. What you guys? But I haven't seen the movies. The, oh, you're the, missing out. The ones with Mark Wahlberg or whatever. I haven't seen those. Shia LaBeouf, Megan Fox. Yeah, I didn't see any of those. I prefer the eighties cartoon. Sarah, way to go. Thank you. Have a great day today. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. Morgan and Bill, we are the Q Morning Show. Good to have you here. So I've been giving my son, Will, my tween son, Will, a lot of crap lately, it feels like. Why? Well, I was t- earlier this morning, I was talking about how... It's he's been wearing his backpack in a certain way, and it's not just him. It's it's his friends as well. They wear their backpacks backwards, right? So the backpack part on the front, kids these days, on his chest or on his belly. Um, and then wasn't it recently? I was talking about how I was a little perplexed by his phone etiquette, where uh, right, he just would hang up on people, right? And and most of his communication with his friends is by group chat anyway. But, yeah, we were sitting at the table, and one of his friends call up, and they're like, Hey, Will, do you want to jump online and play Xbox? And he's like, No, I can't. I'm eating. And then just hangs up. Right. Doesn't say bye or yeah. anything. I'm kind of here for it. He takes phone calls like he's texting. Well, again, over the weekend, Will uh, went to go visit friends, and I drove him to friends' houses uh, one time on Saturday uh, or Sunday, and then I drove him to a, another friend's house yesterday, and two different two different homes that he went to. But I dropped him off, and whenever I drop my kids off anywhere, I wait to make sure they get into the house they're trying to get into. Sure. Right. So I watch him as he gets out of the car and he goes up on the front porch, and he did this both times at both houses. He will just go up in the front porch, and then he'll text somebody. That he's here. He won't ring the doorbell? No. He won't knock on the door? Interesting. I'm not sure if he realizes how doors work. Probably not. Did you ask him? I didn't ask him. So it's a a doorbell, and you can knock. He doesn't do either. He just texts. He just texts them, yeah. I'm here, or I'm outside. And then the door will open up, and he'll go inside. Not even like, I'm on the way text. It's just when you're standing at the door. Right. I mean... I guess that's one way to get inside the house. Yeah. It seems just as efficient as ringing the doorbell or knocking on the door, I guess. Yeah, modern day doorbell. Just text them. It's just interesting to me. Like, does he even know what it's, what the door is for? I don't know. These are questions that need answered. I'll get to that. I'll get, I'll get an answer for you and get back to you on that. (laughs) How long have you and David been married now? Five months. Five months for Morgan and David. Four months. Four months for Morgan and David. Yes. And now, after four months, something is gone. My first big disappointment as a wife. I'm very upset about this, actually. What could be gone? The spark? The spark is gone. (laughs) No. (laughs) The love is gone. No. Uh, That's not what's missing. Something is missing, however. And we're going to hear about this next. It's the Q Morning Show, Q104. Cleveland is waking up to the Q Morning Show. Awesome way to wake up. 
90s, 2000s, and now. Morgan and Bill, we are the Q Morning Show. So it is gone. It's yes, gone. officially. It's gone. After yes. five months, Four. it's gone. Four months. Yes. It's gone. What is it? His wedding ring. I'm so annoyed. Uh, <laughs> it took four months for you to lose the symbol of our unending love and marriage. Four I, months. I remember that four months ago, you talking about how David was having trouble transitioning to actually wearing a ring on his finger and he kept taking it off. And then didn't you, he, it was in a gym bag or something like that. He, he just, left in his golf bag yeah, for like two weeks. I can understand that. I can understand guys taking off their, their ring when they go golfing. I would think that you could easily pinch your finger when you've got your fingers wrapped around yeah, a golf club. he's got a million and a half reasons why he wants to take it off. But, I mean, the rule, it, it's not even a rule. I think it was an unspoken rule was you can take it off, just don't lose it. But now he's lost it. Does he remember the last time that he's he's seen it? Nope. He doesn't have a clue. He not one clue. He doesn't even remember the last time he took it off? No. He's like, literally, when he told me this weekend, and I have to give it to him, he came clean. I didn't, I didn't ask him about it. He was like, I need to tell you that I lost my wedding ring. And I was like, <laughs> what? And he was like, I know. And I was like, what? I asked all the questions. Where's the last time you wore it? Where's the last time you seen it? I honestly don't know. <laughs> and I'm like, are you serious? And we've been, you know, as we're planning wedding 2.0, um, wanting to go back to get, my wedding band and remember this wedding ring that he got was just one off amazon so we wanted to get him his real wedding band and he's like well now i don't think i should have one and i'm like well you have to have one he's like no i'll just get the silicone ones because then i won't ever take it off but i'm like you have to have one that looks a little bit more elevated for special occasions a fancy wedding ring yeah like i can't give you a rubber wedding ring on our wedding day in june and he's like, why not? I'm going to lose the expensive one. I don't want it. It only took me four months to lose the first one. Especially for the pictures, right? Because right. isn't one of the famous pictures your hand and his hand with the yes. rings right next to each other, usually over a bouquet of flowers or something? I thought it would take at least a year for him to lose it. He must have really lost it because for him to come to you and confess that he lost it, he right. must have looked everywhere. Right. And I'm just, that was my thing. Like, I know my husband well enough to know that eventually he's going to lose it. Like, I just know that about him. But I didn't think it was going to be four months after we got married. Not even half a year. Ew, David. Seriously. I'm so mad. 216-474-0104. So I guess we want to find out how long after you got married did your SO lose their ring? Can someone make me feel better? Because that's really what I'm hung up about. The fact that we didn't even make it to the six month mark before my husband lost his wedding ring. And then, yeah, then we have a bunch of questions after that. Did you find it? Did you have to replace it? I think my brother has lost his wedding ring multiple times. Really? I'm going to try to call him. Okay. We'll do that after Olivia Rodrigo. It's Q104. David lost his wedding ring, and he <laughs> Is wants that the remix? to get it back. Yeah, pretty much. It's Q104.
90s, 2000s, and now. Morgan and Bill. What is this music? It's the theme from Lost. Okay, there you go. David has lost his wedding ring. Officially, four months after getting married. I found my brother. I want to get my brother on the phone. My brother, coincidentally, also is Dave. Oh, nice. Dave, good morning. Good morning. Dave's in uh, Rocky River, lives down the street from me. Dave, how long have you been married now? Oh, 13 years. Okay. And you have lost your wedding ring how many times? Uh, twice. Okay. Twice. In 13 years? I don't think that's terrible. How soon after you got married did you lose your first wedding ring? The original wedding less, ring. It was less than 30 days. Less than 30 days. <laughs> it was. Now, my wife was with me, and I was actually doing one of her uh, activities that she loves, camping. And we were in a tent, and it rained all night. And we got up early, and we packed up our equipment, and my ring was gone, never to be seen again. The original wedding ring, gone in 30 wow. days. Wow. Now, was that original wedding ring an expensive ring? No, it was probably around $300 or so. Still. Not too bad. Nothing we had insured. Right. Okay. All right. So that was 30 days after you got married. When did you lose the second wedding ring? Yeah. So we replaced that one. I got the exact same ring, and it was 10 years later. We were in Hawaii. I was snorkeling, and I came out of the ocean, and... No ring. Oh, it just fell off. Just fell off. Wet hands is the consistency with me. Okay. Well, there you go. Now, have you replaced that ring that you lost in Hawaii? I have not, no. Do you wear anything? Not at the moment. Oh, no, I was thinking about getting no. one of those smart rings. That's That might be your, your option, Morgan. Get David a smart ring. What's a smart ring? I'm sorry. I don't know what that is. It's got an air tag yeah, on it? I, I am just starting to research myself, but now that I'm, you know, get, getting up there in age and uh, some, some work friends were recommending, you can check your, you can do all kinds of cool things. So oh, David your... would love that. He <laughs> no. loves a gadget. That's for sure. Can you take phone calls on this ring? <laughs> all right. But so, yeah, I was thinking about a silicone, but I don't know my ring size. Like, do you, you have to go to a ring store to get a ring size? Yeah, so I would assume that's, so. That's really the reason I haven't replaced another one, so... Okay. Let me let me know what you guys do. I might piggyback off of you. Okay. Well, let's uh, let's go to Taylor. Thanks, Dave, for uh, for answering the phone this morning. Let's go to Taylor in Seven Hills. Uh, he has a silicone ring right now. Taylor, good morning. Hey, good morning. Now, what prompted you to get the silicone ring? Uh, was working kind of a blue collar job. Uh, understood that a metal ring might actually uh, dismember my finger if got oh, uh, so it was caught in the in the wrong way or. Yeah. Situation, so I ended up investing in a silicone ring, and then one led to two, two led to three. Uh, there's something that I routinely wear nowadays. Really? Yeah. What about like on your fancy nights out, though? Oh, fancy nights out, absolutely. Like I'm, I'm taking my little white gold hand hammered ring back out, uh, and and wearing that, uh, especially you know when it's not a thousand degrees and super humid, and right. I have to fit it over my finger. But yeah, no, it's, I still love my wedding ring. Like there's still a lot of significance and meaning and symbolism tied to that wedding band uh, that I have that, you know, I made sure I picked something that I really liked uh, when I picked the wedding ring out. 
but you know, for for daily use, like I really do enjoy the silicone rings. They give me a bunch of different options, different symbolism. I've got one that's kind of copper colored uh, for my dogs, Copper and Penny, and then I've got some others that are Star Wars themed and, and whatever. <laughs> oh, wow. have you. There you go. <laughs> it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. It does. I mean, I'm. I guess I've never really thought about it. It's like here's my wedding ring. This is my only ring. And I've never had another ring. But yeah. I guess it makes sense to have like 10 different ones, I guess, if you I want to. I think what I need to do is let David get the silicone ring and also let him get the smart ring. Because he would protect <laughs> that smart ring like a child if he got it. I feel like he didn't care enough about the Amazon ring. And that's why he ended up losing it. I feel like the smart ring would have a way to track it. So yeah, if you, exactly. If you lose that ring... It's got like an air tag on yeah, it. Yeah, there you we can go. Find it easy. Unless you lose it in the Pacific Ocean. Right, that wouldn't be very helpful. Q104. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. Morgan and Bill, the Q Morning Show. Let's get into all things entertainment. Morgan has the Hollywood Dirt Sheet. It's brought to you by Self.Inc. Is Maddie Healy worried that his relationship will be sung about in Taylor Swift's new album? Uh, the 1975 frontman went on a bit of a rant at a concert in Scotland that is now going viral on social media. In the video, Healy is heard saying, do not come for me. Trust me. You know who I'm talking to. Honestly. You know who you are. I am as mental as I seem. I have the receipts. Don't bleep with me. So obviously fans were quick to assume that he was referring to his most recent, most famous ex, Taylor Swift, who's coming out with a new album in April. But we don't have any confirmation about that. Later in another rant, he referred to this person as a missus. So he is talking to a female. Um, some people say that he's talking about Taylor Swift. Others say that he's talking about Taylor Swift's fan base in general. So mm. who knows? Well, he has to know that every single track for this new album has already been chosen. Yeah. And it's all been put together. It's just that the release date is until April. Too late now. Yeah. They, I don't think they can change anything now. Would you feel bad, though, if you dated Taylor Swift and she didn't write a song about you? Yeah. Indifference is worse, right? Yeah, I think (laughs) that would mean it wouldn't mean as much as as the other guys. Ariana Grande is teasing three more song titles for her upcoming album. Um, She shared on an Instagram story on Saturday uh, three more titles. One's called Don't Want to Break Up Again. Another one is called True Story. And then the third, I Wish I Hated You. She had to hold back some excitement saying, as hard as it is to resist the urge to share another song or a single with you all, I would really love for you to experience the album in full this time. Eternal Sunshine is the name of the album, and it will drop on March 8th. Maybe it's just me, but do you listen to entire albums anymore? I do. Okay. If I really care about the artist, I do. And I know that the Swifties do. Yeah. Obviously, the when whenever Taylor releases an album, it's an event right, now. Right, right. Uh, but I, I just don't... I don't listen enti- to entire albums anymore. I'd rather just skip around and just listen to tracks. Yeah. It depends. Um, Prince Harry speaking out on King Charles's cancer diagnosis. He was asked how he first learned about his father's diagnosis. Harry said, I spoke to him. I jumped on a plane and went to go see him as soon as I could. When asked about the outlook on the state of his father's health, he said that stays between me and him. And as for whether 
his diagnosis could have a reunifying effect on the royal family. Harry said, absolutely, I'm sure. He also says he has trips that would take him through the UK or back to the UK, so he will stop and see his family as much as he can during this time. Anything else you need, Hollywood and more, is up at Q104.com. Get it there and on the free Odyssey app. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Wake up, wake up. It's the Q Morning Show. I love it when I listen to it in the morning. It gets me amped up. Real life. Real Cleveland. From the 1-800-HURT-NOW Traffic Center. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.